I never get to come up. But I wangled it so that we can come up. Even though the Mandarin Gathering has been commissioned this morning to, uh, to start next week, I took a sickie and came up here, so I'm glad to be here. It's good to be here. Um, now, uh, I understand it's holidays. I was told Andrew arranged this. He said, oh, will you come and speak? Yes. Oh, by the way, all the kids are in. It'll be a family. So, all oh, right, thanks for telling me. Um, but it's great that the kids are in. I love it when kids are in church. It is so good. And my aim is that you actually have a better time in church than when you're out in the kids' programs normally. Sorry, Kez, because I know that's a big ask, really, really big ask. So that's the challenge for me today. Now, Craig Broman, I understand, has been up here the last two Sundays, and we're swimming buddies. So while I'm, I always ask him questions at the end of swimming laps because he's faster than me, and I like asking questions of him because that means I can catch my breath. Uh, this is a diversional tactic for my survival, right? And he tells me that you've been doing Proverbs the last two weeks, and he said it'd be really good to finish Proverbs. Really good to finish Proverbs and a family service. Okay, I'm up for it. And so therefore, I'm going to do something I've never done before in this sermon. Isn't this exciting? (laughs) All right, I think we need to pray. (laughs) Our loving Father in heaven, thank you so much. We can be here together. Uh, What a great song. The joy of the Lord is my strength. Help us to know joy in you. And may it be our strength. Loving Father, open our minds this morning, all of our minds, regardless of whether we're young or older, open our minds to you so that we can understand you better and understand what it means to be your person in this world. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay. All right. Now, the book of Proverbs has 31 chapters. So Craig's covered all chapters 1 to 30, right, in the first two talks. Okay, so that's easy for me. I only have to do the last one. That's good, isn't it? Um, So we're looking at Proverbs 31. But before you open your Bibles, right, we're going to do something different. I'm going to tell it. I'm going to tell you how the book of Proverbs finishes. I'm going to do it in this first talk three times, all right? We're going to go through it three times. And your job is to listen because Proverbs are for listening and turning them over in your mind. So we're going to be mulling them over three times. All right. The first time when you listen, this is what you have to do. Okay. You have to imagine. The first time of listening is for your imagining. Just imagine what's being said. Ready? A wife of noble character, who can find? She is worth more than rubies. Her husband has full confidence in her and lacks for nothing. She brings him good, not harm, all the days of her life. She selects wool and flax and works with eager hands. She is like uh, the merchant ships bringing her food from afar. She gets up while it is still night and she provides food for her family and portions for her female servants. She considers a field and buys it and out of her earnings, she plants a vineyard. Now what happens next? Hang on. That's right. That's right, that's right. She plants a vineyard. (laughs) Um, 
She sets about her work vigorously. Her arms are strong for her tasks. She sees that her trading is profitable and her lamp doesn't go out at night. In her hand, she holds the distaff and she um, holds the spindle in her fingers. Her arms are always open for the poor and she extends her hands to the needy. When it snows, she has no fear for her household, for all of them are clothed in scarlet. She makes coverings for her bed and she is clothed in fine linen and purple. Her husband is respected at the city gate where he takes his seat among the elders of the land. She makes linen garments and sells them. She supplies merchants with sashes. She is clothed with strength and dignity. <laughs> she can laugh at the days to come. Out of her, sorry, she speaks words of wisdom and faithful instruction is on her tongue. She watches over the affairs of her household and she does not eat the bread of idleness. Her children arise and call her blessed, her husband also, and he praises her. Many women do noble things, but you surpass them all. Charm, it's deceptive. Beauty, fleeting. But a woman who fears the Lord is greatly to be praised. Honour her for all that her hands have done and let her works bring her praise at the city gate. All right? So that's the first time. I hope you're able to imagine. Okay. All right. Now we're going to hear it again, right? You ready? Ready? And this time, it's for the remembering, all right? So you have to try and remember what's being said like me. I've got to try and remember it too. Drink of water. Okay, so, you ready? Here we go again. I've got to try and remember it this time. A wife of noble character, who can find? She is worth more than rubies. Her husband has full confidence in her and lacks nothing of value. She brings him good, not harm all the days of her life. She selects the wool and the flax, her hands, uh, sorry, and works with eager hands. She gets up while it is still night and provides food for her family and portions for her female servants. She considers a field and buys it, and out of her earnings, she plants a vineyard. She plants it. Ah. She sets about her work uh, vigorously. Her arms are strong for her tasks. She sees that her trading is profitable and her lamp doesn't go out at night. In her hand, she holds the distaff and grasps the spindle with her fingers. Her arms are always open to the poor and she extends her hands to the needy. When it snows, she has no fear for her household for all of them are clothed in scarlet. She makes coverings for her bed and she is clothed in fine linen and purple. Her husband is, well, is respected at the city gate where he takes his seat among the elders of the land. 
She makes linen garments and sells them. She supplies the merchants with sashes. She is clothed in strength and dignity. (laughs) She can laugh at the days to come. She speaks with wisdom and faithful instruction is on her tongue. She watches over the affairs of her household and does not eat the bread of idleness. Her children arise and call her blessed, her husband also, and he praises her. Many women do noble things, but you surpass them all. Charm is deceptive, beauty fleeting. But the woman who fears the Lord is greatly to be praised. Honour her for all that her hands have done and let her works bring her praise at the city gate. Okay. That's a lot to remember, isn't it? (laughs) Uh, I found it so. All right. (laughs) So we've listened twice. Once for the imagining... Once for the remembering, this is what you do with Proverbs. You meant to come to them again and again. And now we're going to remember once more for the retelling. Ready? Okay, so the aim after this is for us to have a go at actually being able to say the whole thing. All right, and we'll do it together. We'll help each other out. Okay, you're listening hard? And the kids, I know you've got... You've got good memories, so I know you're, you're in this too. Okay, you ready? Okay. A wife of noble character, who can find? She is worth far more than rubies. Her husband has full confidence in her and lacks nothing of value. She brings him good, not harm, all the days of her life. Um, that's right. <laughs> she works with wool and flax and work, and sorry she selects wool and flax and works with eager hands. She gets up while it is still night and provides food for her family and portions for her female servants. She considers a field and buys it and out of her earnings she plants a vineyard. Um She sets about her work vigorously. Her arms are strong for her tasks. She sees that her trading is profitable and her lamp doesn't go out at night. I think she's going through the figures. (laughs) Um, She grasps, so in her hand, she holds the distaff used for um, spinning wool. And in her... uh, she, sorry, she grasps the spindle with her fingers. Her arms are always open to the poor. She extends her hands to the needy. When it snows, she has no fear for her household, for all of them are clothed in scarlet. She makes coverings for her bed, and she is clothed with fine linen and purple. Her husband is respected at the city gate where he takes his seat among the elders of the land. She makes linen garments and sells them. She provides the merchants with sashes. She is clothed with strength and dignity. She can laugh at the days to come. She she speaks with wisdom and faithful instruction is on her tongue. 
She watches over the affairs of her household and does not eat the bread of idleness. Her children arise and call her blessed, her husband also, and he praises her. Many women do noble things, but you surpass them all. Charm is deceptive, beauty fleeting, but a woman who fears the Lord is greatly to be praised. Honour her for all that her hands have done and let her works bring her praise at the city gate. All right. Okay. Um, Now, we're going to try. Who would like a go to start it off retelling it? Who's up for it? How does it start? You don't have to do the whole thing. When you conk out, someone else will kick in. Okay? Bold volunteer. Come on. We're all in it together. Who's going to give it a go? You'll give it a go. Good on you. Okay, Kez, like, kick it off. It's because the first line is a wife of noble character. Bam, done. <laughs> no, no, it's a question, isn't it? The wife of noble character. Who something. Who can who, find. Who can find. All right, who wants to guys. take it on? She is worth more than rubies. Yes, and her, her, her husband... Has full confidence in her. Yeah, and lacks... Nothing. Nothing. Nothing of value. She brings him... Good. Not... Harm. All the days of her life. Right. What's next? What's next? Can anyone remember? She... Okay, there we go. Down here, pass it down. She... And, and works, works with, with eager hands. <laughs> eager hands, well done. Can you take it on from there, Michelle? She works with eager hands. She, she, she gets, gets up when the when night it, is... When it's still night. Still night. And provides... Um, food for her family and portions, portions for, for her, her female, female servants. servants. Isn't that interesting? Yes. Anyone else? She... Oh, well done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go for it. <laughs> Um, she considers a field, field. and um, buys it. it from her earnings. And, and out of her earnings, and, and she... Plants a vineyard. Indeed. And, uh... and then we always get stuck. <laughs> yeah, that's right. But it's, it's arms, isn't it? Who wants to go next? Arms, arms, arms. Oh, good. Andrew. She works vigorously. Vigorously. Strong that's arms. Right. Okay. Um, yes, that's right. Her arms are always strong for her... Tasks. Tasks. Well done. Okay. All right. Um, when it snows, right, she has no fear for her household. For all of them are clothed, clothed in scarlet. Well done. And you're wearing purple today, I see. That's very good. Um, <laughs> all right. All of them are clothed in scarlet. That's right. And she makes something, doesn't she? She makes coverings for her bed and she is dressed in... Fine linen and purple. And purple, indeed. Indeed. My wife's wearing purple boots when she comes at 11. All right. Uh, all right. Her husband is well respected where? At the city gate. That's right. As he takes his seat with the elders of the land. Right. And then she makes fine linen garments and Tells them, and she supplies sashes to the merchants. the merchants. Indeed, that's right. 
She supplies sashes to the merchants. What's she clothed in? Strength. Strength and? Dignity. Dignity, that's exactly right. She's clothed in strength. And, you know, days to come she can... (laughs) She can laugh at, that's right. Um, Something about her words. She speaks words of... Wisdom, wisdom and what's on her tongue? Faithfulness. Faithful instruction, that's right. She speaks words of wisdom, faithful instruction is on her tongue. And she watches, over, watches over the ways of her household. That's very good. And does not eat, eat the bread of idleness? No, she does not. That's right. That's right. She doesn't eat the bread of idleness. Okay. Um, her, what do her children do, kids? Her children... Call her blessed. Yes, they arise and call her blessed. And who else? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Who else? Okay, you better get this right. Who else does? As does her husband. As does her husband, that's right. (laughs) And he praises her. Do you remember the words of praise? Husbands, anyone remember? I know that you're a wife, though, but, you know, we're on the husbands here. Okay, any men out there remember the words of praise? Many women... But you surpass them all. Okay, what do we learn? Charm, deceptive. Beauty, but woman who fears the Lord is to be praised. Honour her for all that her hands have done. Let her works bring her praise at the city gate. Give yourselves a round of applause. Okay, now, now that we've spent so much time in Proverbs 31, okay, and all the details are ringing in our minds, okay, now it's over to you, and this is where, um, this is why I got you to sit next to people, all right, because what I'm going to get you to do is just in rows or maybe in twos or threes, the people around you, I want you to talk with them and each answer, have a go at answering a question, very simple question about Proverbs 31, what we've heard. Okay, so the first question is, just what grabbed your attention? What interested you? Okay, just hear from it and speak quickly. Okay, go. Okay, make sure everyone says something. Make sure you've heard from everyone. Okay, now over to you. So I'm going to pass... Sorry, hands, hands up if you managed to say something that interested you. Okay, just... All right, okay, we're going to pass the, the microphone along this, this row and um, just going to hear from everyone what really interested them. Okay, go. Well, what stood out? Um, she, she was pretty busy. She's busy? Okay. She didn't stop. Yeah. Uh, I was very encouraged to think about the wives of noble characters that my daughters were growing to from that. Yeah, hey. Yes. Can't believe that you memorised it all. Yeah. <laughs> Same with me. <laughs> Um, we were interested in the colour and why purple. they mentioned purple. Yeah. Scarlet. Yeah. Scarlet, yeah. yeah. So I was interested in like how it was all about the wife and the husband was, he was in it a bit, but he wasn't really involved as much. Very interesting, isn't it? Okay. All right, next question. Okay. I want to talk to the people, you to talk with the person around you. Um, the next question is, what question do you have from... Proverbs 31. What's your question? 
We already had one question. <laughs> Why is it all about the woman, not the, <laughs> the wife, not the husband, all right? So that's a good segue. So what question do you have? Go. Okay, all right. Sorry if I cut you off mid-flight there. I'm just sort of looking at the time. Um, okay, um, I wonder if this row could, could pass the microphone along and tell us what your questions were. Well, I guess um, we sort of discussed it in the first one, and that is um, wisdom personified. This woman, she'd be a pretty amazing woman to be able to have the energy to do all this. So we just sort of thought wisdom personified. So what's the question? Yeah, <laughs> Pass it on. Okay. <laughs> well, just to elaborate on my wife's wisdom there. <laughs> the question was, is it about, literally about a woman or is it uh, illustrative of what wisdom is about? That's Thank you. Yeah, following on the segue, very well done. Um, the fact is that why does the writer choose to um, honour a woman yeah. Um, when it's a very male-oriented society. Indeed. And um, is she something greater? Is she representing something greater? So that, as in the New Testament, the church is the bride, the bride of Christ, mm. and therefore it's all leading to something greater and deeper yeah. than this miraculous woman that just makes us all feel inadequate. <laughs> <laughs> Good question. Sandy said it all. Sorry, what's that? Yes, Sandy said it all. Sandy said it all. Okay. I, I want to know what does the husband do? S sits down, presumably. <laughs> okay, all right. Third one. Okay. What does Proverbs 31 teach you about wisdom? That's the question. Talk amongst yourselves. What does Proverbs 31 teach you about wisdom? Go. Okay. All right, we're going to pass along this row here on the left. Okay. Let's listen. What does Proverbs 31 teach you about wisdom? Go. Let's pass it along. If you've got a blank, just say blank. <laughs> I don't even know. Oh, come on, come on. Oh, come on, come on. You can't remember. All right. I think just not to be anxious about things. There was provision in there. The woman provided, but she was also provided with as well. She laughs at days to come. Uh, Janet mentioned in our, one of the first things about that um, it, the woman was, it was a very daily thing. And so it struck me that wisdom is the very daily choices in the very ordinary things. Um, but she was wise in what she was choosing yeah. as she went through the day. Yeah. Thank you. Yes, I just sort of thought it was... She planned what she was going to do. She sort of had an end goal. You know, so she yeah. bought the vineyard. She was making her linen. So she knew where she was going. She just wasn't idle. OK, we might just go down the, the row behind. Thanks. No, 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 that's good. Now we had three good answers. <laughs> All right, down the back. Wisdom's a bit like love. It has to be demonstrated. Right, thank you. Yeah, we're saying that there's uh, action involved with wisdom. Yeah, thank you. They said it all. Okay, great. <laughs> okay, so here's the question. Now, most... Well, we've heard it. 
Many women, when they hear Proverbs 31, feel inadequate or guilty. Some women feel kind of empowered and challenged. I don't know which one the ladies here are amongst, uh, which, which side you fall on. Um, but it does raise the question, doesn't it? Is this setting an impossible standard? What's the point of this passage here? So this is the conclusion to the book of Proverbs. Let's put it in context. Proverbs begins, of course, by, by talking about wisdom, but the heart of wisdom, where wisdom begins, is the fear of the Lord. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. Chapter 1, verse 7. In chapters 8 and 9, wisdom gets personified as a woman. She. She is someone uh, that you want to listen to. And then at chapter 31 at the end, we have this picture of this wise woman. She embodies wisdom. She is the embodiment. She's what wisdom looks like when it's fleshed out completely. And then we ask, therefore, is this a real person or just an imaginary person? Is she just an abstract person teaching us about wisdom or is it actually a real person? Most of us would think she's an abstract person. Did you know in the Hebrew Bible, the Jewish Bible, the very next chapter, the next page after Proverbs 31 is the book of Ruth. It's not the same in our Bible, but that's how they order their Bible. And if you go to chapter 3, verse 11 of the book of Ruth, we read of what Ruth's future husband will say of her, how he praises her at the city gate where he takes his seat among the elders of the land. There he says, um, all my fellow townsmen know that you are a woman of noble character. A wife of noble character who can find? Well, it seems like in the pages of the Bible, you need only to flick a few pages and there she is. There she is, an industrious woman who fears the Lord, whose life is characterised by the character of God, by his grace, his steadfast faithfulness, his practical kindness. So, is that the first person? Is it Ruth? All right. Now, of course, Ruth becomes... Do you know who's in her family line? She becomes the great-grandmother of King David. And, of course, David becomes the ancestor of Jesus, the son of David. So we get to that. Is actually Proverbs 31 talking about Jesus, Colossians 2.5, in whom is hidden all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge, it's like all of the good qualities of this woman get packed into Jesus, who really is the fleshed-out embodiment of wisdom. You want to know what a wise person looks like? You look to Jesus. He has it running through his veins. He knows how to walk on God's earth as God's person. He is wise. He's very practical, very wise. He never gets it wrong. Now... Some of the ladies might have thought this woman in Proverbs 31, she sets a standard so high, I could never live up to that. There's a big gap between my life and hers, right? Well, good news for us. In 1 Corinthians, we're told that Jesus becomes for us our wisdom from God. That is, Paul says, our righteousness, our holiness, 
our redemption. Isaiah said in chapter 53 that by his knowledge, my righteous servant would justify many. Jesus' wisdom took him to the cross. He knew that he had to go through with that to make up for the shortfall, the gap between us and what God requires of us. He becomes our wisdom, our righteousness, our holiness, our redemption. So is Proverbs 31 really talking to us about Jesus? Well, in the folding, unfolding narrative of the scriptures, certainly it all points that way. But is there more? Because, yes, there is more. In the, um, in the New Testament, whoops, this one's not turning. In the New Testament, there are many people who, of course, believe in Jesus, the embodiment of wisdom, and because he embodies wisdom, they really define, redefine what fearing the Lord means. To fear the Lord means to have a deep personal trust and dependency upon the Lord Jesus, who is our wisdom. And in the New Testament, we meet lots and lots of people like that, and in particular, given the focus is on a wife of noble character, we meet lots of women who are like that. And as has been said, men are mentioned a lot in the Bible. Let's give women a bit of a Guernsey today. All right. So there are lots and lots of women in the Bible who have a deep personal trust whoops, in Jesus. Here we go. See if we can stick them up. A deep personal trust in Jesus and who fear the Lord. Now, the thing about Proverbs, what does Proverbs teach us? It is always, wisdom is always practical, okay? It's very applied. Personal trust in Jesus, which comes out in their works. Proverbs finished with, um, honour her for all that her hands have done. Let her works bring her praise at the city gate. In the New Testament, we meet women who have honoured the Lord with what they've done. First off, of course, is Mary, who feared the Lord, accepted what the angel said to her was God's will, and honoured God with the work of her body, of bearing the Christ child and bringing him into the world. This was an act of worship by Mary. And then caring for him as he grew up until he entered into public ministry. So Mary is the first one. Who else have we got? We've got more. In Acts chapter 9, we read of Tabitha or Dorcas, whom Peter raised from the dead. She was known for doing good works for the poor. Then we have in Acts chapter 16, the third one, Lydia, the dealer in purple cloth. Interesting. <laughs> she was the first woman at Philippi to become a believer. She asked for Paul and his companions to come and stay at her house. She was a wealthy businesswoman and she honoured the Lord with what she had. Then we have, of course, uh, Phoebe, uh, who's mentioned in Romans 16. She was not just described as a deacon, masculine term, deacon in the church, um, but she was a great help to many people, including me, says Paul. The Greek word there tells us that she was a patron or a benefactor. She bankrolled missionary work. Okay. 
Then you have Priscilla and Aquila, okay, a couple. But Priscilla, of course, was the, um, she's mentioned first, which tells us that she was probably the more prominent of them. Both of them helped explain the way of truth to Apollos, and Priscilla probably took the lead in that. Um, they were hard workers. Paul says all of the Gentiles are grateful to them. The ch- they had a church which met in their house. You have Andronicus and Junius outstanding among the apostles. Junius was the woman. She's called an apostle. Not capital A apostle like the 12 disciples who become sent out by Jesus who witness everything Jesus did, but people who are involved in missionary work. They're sent out. Outstanding among the apostles. A woman who fears the Lord, who gives herself to the Lord's work. And then you've got, um, lastly, a whole stack of women who are mentioned as hard workers. Mary, who works very hard for you, Romans 16, verse 6. A Junius, um, Tryphena and Tryphosa, those women who work hard at the Lord. Persis, another woman who's worked hard at the Lord. Let me draw the threads together. What's this saying to us? A couple of things. Um, these women are real. The woman of Proverbs 31 is real. In fact, it's all of Christ's people who, in their fear of the Lord, place their trust in Jesus and then give themselves to work and to bear fruit in their lives. Secondly, what does Proverbs 31 tells us? It tells us that the distinction that sometimes we make between spiritual and earthly is a false distinction. This is God's earth. Everything that happens here is under God. He gives us lives and abilities and wisdom and strength and and finances and stuff to put to use, to care for people under our care and under our charge. So we are all members of a family. We are all members of a church family. And we we therefore are uh, responsible for caring for one another in the ways that we can. Proverbs 31 tells us a lot of ways in which this happens. Um, Finally, uh, the result of um, the life work of this woman is that her works are praised. And her husband is elevated. The husband. As has been said, we are Christ's bride and we including the men have a husband we as the bride can put our hands to use and our resources to use to make the name of our husband be seen greater at the city gate that is our task I think it's time for me to finish. Let's pray. Father in heaven, thank you so much for Proverbs 31 and what it teaches us. May we give our lives to you in service of you and may we embody uh, the practical wisdom which is fleshed out and which we see here in this woman, in Jesus, but in the New Testament as well. Help us not to just think that our life is just like waiting at a bus station for heaven but know that we are put here to put ourselves to practical use and be wise about what we do. In the name of Jesus, amen.